Hi, I'm Eve Kalinic, a nutritional therapist and author. And I'm Rosemary Ferguson, a nutritionist and a functional medicine practitioner. And this is The Wellness Breakdown. We have lots of clients walk into our clinics asking us about the newest wellness fads that have taken Instagram by storm. But these trends can be so difficult to get reliable information about, so we thought we'd help. Every week on the show, one of us will set the other one a challenge, testing the validity and the effects of some of these wellness trends. We will test these trends and record our progress over several weeks, days, or even months. So please join us. This is The Wellness Breakdown. We are super happy to say this series is supported by Simprove. Simprove believes that living your best, feeling your best and looking your best starts from within and we could not agree more. Their unique water-based food supplement containing live and active bacteria was created to support a healthy gut. Our friends at Simprove believe that this can help you gain the most from your life and Rose and I completely agree. If you want to find out more about Simprove, go to their website. The link is in the show notes. For this episode, I asked Rose to go completely on a 100% plant-based diet. The reason why I've set this challenge is that there's been a lot of talk around having a completely plant-based diet being the healthiest diet. So I wanted to see how following this for a period of time would have an effect on areas like energy, mood, and gut health. I also encourage my clients to have many more plants in the diet to enrich their overall health. However, the question I have is can being completely plant-based actually have a negative impact. So why I set this challenge for Rose is because Rose has at least one plant-based eater in her household, her long-suffering husband who often pops up on the podcast, but she does include other animal products in her diet. So I wanted her to see firsthand how she feels on this for a period of time. So the rules for Rose's challenge are that for two weeks, she can only consume 100% plant-based foods. So to clarify, that's vegetables, fruits, nuts and seeds, whole grains. There's no limit on portion sizes or timings of eating. Aiming for as much diversity as she can as possible. So that's a variety across those food groups. And paying specific attention to her gut, her energy and mood. So let's see how she's got on. Plant-based food for two weeks. Okay. Now, I am not a massive meat eater, but I do like to have the option. I also, when I think about it, eat quite a few eggs. I just had a little bit of parmesan, which was delicious. So actually just going completely plant-based. It's going to be interesting, actually. And you think you don't eat that much um, animal produce, and then you're like, "Mm, maybe I eat more than I think. My husband, Jake, is vegan and has been for a while now. So we do eat a lot of vegan in this house, which is why I thought when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. But Literally on day one, I've had a bit of parmesan. So I will be starting again tomorrow. 
plant-based is going fine because it's forcing me to eat lots of obviously veg but I don't want to slide into the sort of you know frozen plant-based stuff that you can get because there is loads of it now but for me plant-based means eating a really well-balanced vegan diet which has got lots of fiber in it loads of pulses and legumes and nuts and it's actually interesting because it's reminding me of all those types of foods especially snacks I don't know what I snacked on before but I think as I said before it was parmesan <laughs> but definitely but toast with butter on and things like that so it's kind of getting me to clean up my act a bit which is quite nice having said that I'm sure that some vegan sausages will come into the picture at some point because my husband's got quite a lot of plant-based stuff oh he loves the itsu gyozas oh my god they are actually really good but they've got a chicken a fake chicken one which I'm, I'm gonna try for sure it's very difficult for him to eat out I struggle for him I'm like oh just you know have something else but I had one of his vegan pizzas which is just basically from the local pub takeaway really delicious 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 sourdough base and he has it without any cheese and actually it was bloody lovely I have to say it was really really good I really enjoyed it and so I feel like this idea of restriction when it comes to plant-based is probably just a figment of my imagination because actually we've been eating really well I feel really well you know it's higher in fibre getting loads of antioxidants in so really quite happy actually I am making sure that I'm getting lots of good fats in there too. Right, it's the last day of the plant-based. And I must say, I really like this one, Eve, because it's got me eating really fresh. Because I suppose I use fish and meat sometimes and some veg on the side. But this means that you have to be a bit more creative. And because I'm doing a healthy plant-based, you know, it's using lots of pulses, beans. One of my favourite ones is bolognese using walnuts because you get the texture, but you're using nuts instead. And I've really enjoyed doing a lot of different recipes. And yeah, I feel really good. I mean, we do eat a lot of plant-based anyway, but it's been interesting see how much of the other things I do lean on eggs are quite special I'm quite looking forward to getting back to eggs so yeah that's it I'd love to hear any plant-based recipes anyone's got two actually Hi Rose, so nice to see you. How have you been getting on? Well, I've been getting on fine. I failed miserably, didn't I, on the first day or two. <laughs> but what I suppose I found difficult is that because I'm not a massive meat eater or animal product eater, I thought it would be a breeze, but it's actually showing me all the little bit that I do eat. Yeah, you know, you've obviously got at least one vegan person in the household. So I was sort of assuming that actually this was going to be a bloody breeze and then actually the parmesan slipped in there a few times and all of this that and the other so tell me how you were feeling throughout the challenge like what were your thoughts before it and what were your thoughts as you were going kind of through it like a few days in I suppose, you know, I, th- I think I was quite childish. I felt restricted and that made me have stamp my feet. I don't like feeling restricted when it comes to food. And it did trigger a bit of like, oh, I just want to eat that. The other thing is I find it very carby, I suppose. And I quite like protein because I work out a lot. So I quite like to have a bit of fish sometimes. I like the taste of it. I like the way it feels. I like the texture. So but I did feel a little bit restricted, which I didn't enjoy that feeling. Having said that, when I sort of got into it, I just found the whole thing very interesting because I felt like I was observing me struggling doing this thing which I thought would be so easy so I had to get a bit more prepared so that when I was out and about I had to make sure I was a bit more prepared with what I was going to eat because I have to say what I did find which also infuriated me is that for those completely plant-based people out there there is very little option it's shockingly bad I mean and I don't live in London I live out in the countryside and I was like oh my goodness I mean it's better but it's not great so you know you do have to get prepared before you go out and about because otherwise there's nothing to eat unless you just want to eat absolute rubbish or having said that you 
can always eat fruit and veg. I mean, my fruit and veg intake went up, which is a good thing. So then I would actually go to the effort of making guacamole, getting the tomato. And that's what I mean. So actually, my diet probably did improve because I was eating more vegetables, actually. My tofu intake went up. There's a company called Tafu, and they do organic fermented tofu, and it's really good. People always get a bit wary about tofu and soy. If you get organic fermented soy, it's actually a great thing, and especially if you are plant-based. Did you create any new recipes? We definitely were having more one-pot cooking, you know, because it's more stews, more curries. I quite like roasting tofu. I think roasting tofu is quite a good one because it is basically a blank canvas, and you can just, you know, put some ginger on it and some orange zest and some soy sauce is quite a good combination. I felt like I was cooking more because you have to be a bit more creative, which I found a little bit more tiring, I suppose. And also fermented tofu, which is tempeh, but it also has um, quite a sort of dense, meaty, umami flavour. So for people giving up meat, that's a good option. But more and more people are going plant-based or at least like massively reducing meat consumption, which we all need to be a bit mindful of, not to be sort of pious or anything. But we need to eat less meat and we need to eat better meat. But because some people find themselves a bit in the wilderness, they're like, oh, well, I normally have a piece of meat, fish and my vegetables. And so there's like this not knowing what to do. And I think this is where the problem with it in terms of like getting the right nutrition and then you don't get all the benefits of like more of the fruit and veg that you were having, more of the pulses and legumes because there's so many of those kind of meat alternatives that not all of it is particularly healthy, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, that worries me all because it's so processed, some of that stuff. Talking about recipes, actually, a really good recipe, bolognese. So I used to use the mushroom minces, but actually I use walnuts. So I crush walnuts because they have the same sort of texture as mint. Yeah. So it's so good and you make a bolognese with that. So I'll put the recipe for that below because we did that quite a lot because they're quite meaty. And the other thing is mushrooms. Now, I am not a massive fan of mushrooms, but they are very useful if you are plant-based because they do have that umami flavour. They also have that texture. You know, they have a bit of bite. I think that's what I miss is that bite. And I understand why people use those fake meat products and also they save time. But it worries me that people use them so much because it's sort of like plant-based, but it's not really plant-based because you're using processed things that aren't that planty. And you're right. I think a lot of it is sort of a lot of time, but then inspiration about what to make. Plant-based diet, it can be one of the healthiest ways to eat, but people end up living on baked beans on toast, pasta, and a very beige diet. And that is not a healthy way to eat. Yeah. So just being plant-based, you have to be a bit prepared. And I tell you what is actually a bit of kit that is just brilliant is a slow cooker because a lot of plant-based eating in our house is curry or stew and it's a one pot cooking so you just chuck it all in turn it on leave it come back in the evening and it's done and I think it makes life really really easy because there's no frying anything off or simmering anything down you just chuck it and leave it and come back later so I can put some of my favorite slow cooker recipes on there too that's a really good one because it actually doesn't require a huge amount of preparation however if you are thinking about going plant-based it is really important to make sure you're getting certain key nutrients that will be naturally lower or absent from an entirely plant-based diet so it's really important to think about things like protein and B12 and calcium and zinc. Iron as well can be a bit lower. That's where the planning comes in. So you can just meet all your needs. Well, B12, actually, you would need to supplement with that, but you just need to be really mindful about. So it does take a bit more planning. And actually, that leads me on to my next question for you, which was how convenient was it? Would you say that longer term, because obviously this was just a week, but if you were doing this and it was going to become your life, how convenient would you say adopting this? And how did you feel over that 
one week of doing it? Convenience wise, I think to do it properly and to do it in a healthy way, it's a little bit more effort and you need to be a little bit more prepped. Yeah. But it's not difficult. And you know what? You make a pot of green curry and you make enough so you've got some for lunch tomorrow. And soups, I mean, I love a soup. All those things are easy. I suppose it's just making sure you're getting a really well-balanced diet takes a little bit more consideration um, than perhaps, you know, just roast chicken with two veg on the side, you know. So I think convenience-wise, it's probably a little bit more tricky. But you know what? You get used to it. You would get used to it so fast. I think also that people get their nicks in a twist about protein. But, you know, if you're on the go all day, just make sure you've got your nuts with you and your seeds and you make sure you're ready with those on the go and you take your hummus pot with your carrot and when I think about that actually it makes my heart sing I'm like oh my god that sounds ace for me when I'm driving up and down the motorway to have those really lovely snacks yeah and I do think going back to talking about meat eating I think that that is a really big message that is really important for the sustainability of everything is that if you are going to eat meat I don't think that you have to be plant-based but you should be spending money on getting really well cared for meat that is organic that is free range and we should just eat less if we bought better quality meat less then things would be in better shape totally i 100% agree with that i recently learned how to join an entire chicken and do you know what i got so much more bang for buck by buying the whole chicken and eating the whole chicken so like if people are doing like a roast for instance it goes on much further than buying organic chicken breast and actually it's more sustainable like it's all about sustainability a more regenerative agriculture system ideally if you're going to eat meat definitely 100% agree with you there rose you know it must be organic grass-fed free range and just eat less and then I just wanted to kind of ask you then how you felt because obviously you're eating more fruit and vegetables and nuts and seeds and plants and we know plants are great for our gut and our gut microbiome so did you notice any gut changes did you notice any sleep or mood changes how did you sort of feel throughout the week well I tell you what I felt was lighter my fibre was up I tell you what I did really notice is I am quite partial to ice cream chocolate but when you're plant based I mean that was one really good thing it cuts out all that crap because you can't and I know you can get vegan chocolate but let's face it it's not the same as dairy milk caramel is it so um, (laughs) or Ben and Jerry's fish food oh there's that booja booja though booja booja is good They've only got like five ingredients and it's amazing. Amazing. Anyway, I did not indulge in bougie bougie, but it was quite good for that. So it definitely cleaned up my act in that area of life. And so actually I felt pretty good. I must say I felt really good. But as I said at the beginning, I did feel slightly restricted, but probably not a bad thing when I come to think about the chocolate and ice cream. (laughs) And I felt really light and actually my bowel movement was really good. You know, it was good because I really realised how much more fibre I was eating. Okay, so I'd just like to know your top three things that you've taken from this challenge Rose okay one I don't like being told what I can't eat I like to have the option to eat whatever I want two I think that it did highlight the fact that my snacking was not great the snacking is where there's quite a lot of dairy funnily enough dairy and chocolate dairy and ice cream dairy and biscuits yes so that is something that I will continue to try and improve on and my snack choice changed so I would snack on as I say nuts and celery and hummus I try not to snack but if I do then the choice that I was making were better and I would definitely try and continue with that. Snacks were a bit of a revelation so that could change. Two will be that I changed the way that I snack. And three, it really reinforced my idea that people should, if you're going to eat meat, eat really good quality meat. I think that really was very apparent to me because it was just on my mind as I was doing it, really. Because it's so easy to eat plant-based and you can eat such delicious things. And I just thought, actually, it's crazy that people eat meat three times a day, bake a breakfast, burger for lunch and roast at night. It's crazy. It's too much. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the three things that I got from your diary were that there's a massive difference between being a healthy plant-based versus having a junk plant-based diet. It's like almost worlds apart. The second point was that it does definitely require some more planning if you're going 100% plant-based in order to get all the nutrients that you really need. And the third thing was that it's about having inspiration to cook dishes because I think that's where people get a bit lost with this stuff. And that if we could all adopt a few more plant-based days in our week, that would make a massive difference on many levels, actually, to our own personal health, but also just generally for the world and environment. So those were my three things. Well done on doing it because... I think you thought it was going to be easier, but it's been really interesting to hear your take on it, particularly because you are already kind of invested in it and even you found some parts of it that you just needed to think around a bit more. So thanks for doing it, Rose. Yeah, thank you for giving it to me. I enjoyed the journey. Perfect. Well, I can't wait to hear the next challenge on the list. <laughs> me too. And I shall see you very soon. See you soon, Eve. Thanks a lot. Lots of love. Bye. 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 Next week on The Wellness Breakdown, I challenge Eve to a week of intermittent fasting. It's a huge trend at the moment, but is it worth the hype? Does it have any actual benefits or is it just another fad? Find out next week. of quick notes before we go but they are important ones make sure to subscribe to the wellness breakdown so you get automatically notified about new episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts we really want to hear from you and what you all think of the show be sure to send us your thoughts comments and what challenges you would like rose and i to take on next write to us at inbox at the wellnessbreakdown.com or find us via instagram at the wellness breakdown details in the show notes too you've been listening to the wellness breakdown our podcast presented by me rosemary ferguson and me eve kalinic this podcast was produced by one fine play from one fine play james bishop is the executive producer kasra Feruzia is the audio and visual engineer connor foley is the editorial producer and researcher additional creative support from selena christophidis this episode was recorded by kasra Feruzia. Thanks for listening to The Wellness Breakdown. We would also like to say thank you to our sponsor, Simprove. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. Like us, Simprove believes everyone deserves to get the most out of their lives. And one of the keys to this is a healthy mind and a healthy gut microbiome. Of course, do seek a professional medical opinion if you need advice. If you want to try Simprove, head to the Simprove website and use the code wellnessbreakdown15 for 15% off your first order. And please, if you like the show, rate the podcast and subscribe as well. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that although we are professionals, if you're in need of health advice, please visit your GP. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for medical advice. Please consult a medical professional or provider if you're seeking medical advice, diagnosis or specific treatment.